I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, all you scaredy legends. This is Damo. I just wanted to once again throw out some quick little plugs before the episode. Firstly, if you're in Melbourne, I'm now running a monthly screenwriters club at the Nova Cinema in Carlton, where on the first Monday of every month, we head to the movies to watch a new release and then go around the corner to Story Studios Australia to enjoy some refreshments and chat through the movie. It's a lot of fun, very laid back. You get to meet some awesome people and, of course, do our favourite thing of talking movies. You can find all further details and the booking link at tinyurl.com forward slash screenwriters club. And I'll also add that link to the show notes as well. Secondly... Our Patreon. We are having so much fun over there, not only creating a score of bonus content, including small screen scares, our RPG campaigns, and a whole bunch of other interesting apps, but also connecting with all our patrons and discovering if they're cowards or brave babes. And because we've reached our first two initial stretch goals, we also have even more bonus content coming up on top of our current weekly episodes, including an audio commentary for a movie chosen by our patrons, And Sean is going to deliver us the incredible gift of his movie maintenance for the Underworld franchise. I'm so freaking excited for it. You can sign up now for just five bucks a month at patreon.com forward slash scaredy boys. That's it. Thanks so much, everyone. And stay scared. You're listening to the Sans Pants Network. Home of comedy, (laughs) culture, adventures, and ghosts. Hello and welcome to Scaredy Boys, a podcast where three cowardly friends discuss horror movies. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. And I'm Tom. And for this episode, we watched In the Mouth of Madness. In the Mouth of Madness is a 1994 American supernatural horror film directed and scored by John Carpenter and written by Michael DeLuca. It follows John Trent, an insurance investigator who visits a small town while looking into the disappearance of a successful author of horror novels and begins to question his sanity as the lines between reality and fiction seem to blur. John Trent. Boys, I've got a question for you. Yeah. Did you read Sutter Kane? <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't you dare, Thomas. Uh, <laughs> you just gave us both a lot of books. It's not one of those, is it? Huh? Yeah. What book did I give you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's one in there oh, that's no. a little bit... That's a little bit yeah, there's one in there that might be cursed. You're Fuck. probably safe, I reckon. You what did I give you? No, you might be fucked too. Yeah, I, yeah. I expect as much. Yeah, good. Uh, John Trent, boring name. <laughs> yeah. Very boring name. A funnily boring name. Um, uh, and then we've obviously got, um, what's his name in the lead role? Sam Neill. Sam Neill. Can I put this to you? Yeah. I don't think that Aussie Sam. Yep. We claim him. <laughs> we'll take yep. him. We claim the New Zealanders when they do good things and we discard them when they throw phones at people who work in hotels. <laughs> I don't think he's a leading man. Yeah. I've got to agree. He is, to me, he's more of a character actor. Absolutely. Some characters can make the jump. Yeah. He is not necessarily one of them. Yeah. He, to me, 
Uh, the, I, I actually really like him as an actor. I love mm. him. I love a lot of the stuff he's done. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. He's Alan Grant, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Uh, and Hunt uh, for the Wilder People. Hunt for the Wilder People. That's like, firmly in my mind. Top too, tier Sam He makes yeah. delicious wine. <laughs> yes. yes. Loves animals. Loves animals. It's very kind. Names man. them after his celebrity friends. It's yep. fucking adorable. I don't think he's got the screen presence or charisma of a leading actor. Mm. And I'm not, I don't mean that to have a dig at him because I think he's a fantastic actor. But it's just, I just watch him and I'm like, you're not actually, yeah. Like the, and maybe this is a bad example for this film. The film is way more compelling than he is. Yeah. Okay. Sam Neill. Look, I'm gonna look. I'm just gonna put it out there. I'm just gonna put it out there. I love Sam. I love Sam. We all Sam love Neill him, is good when he's playing a little bit of a weirdo. A little bit of a weirdo and a little bit of a small role. And a he's, little bit of a Tom, weirdo can't be a leading man. Alan Grant is not a leading man. Tom. He's a little bit of a weirdo. <laughs> Tom. Sam Neill wants to rock up on set, deliver a knockout performance, yeah. and then go home and make some wine. That's what yes. he wants to do. He yeah. doesn't want to be on set. No. He doesn't want to be number one on the call sheet. No. <laughs> he just doesn't. And Hollywood, I think, I guess, realised that at a certain point. Was it after this movie? Maybe. <laughs> the, thing, the thing also, though, I think that is hard for him in this movie is, and the name, Sean, very boring. Deliberate choice, obviously, from yes. Carpenter. Right, right. Let's make this guy, He's he's got to be, he's an insurance investigator. Mm. He's bland as all get out. Yeah. John Carpenter is a fairly boring name, I think. Yeah, well, on, on John Carpenter's name, obviously, Johnny C made this. So I said, just said this in the, in the Mouth of Madness, but this is one of those films where it's actually John Carpenter's In the Mouth of Madness. Yeah. At what point do you get to put your name in the title? I think but at this are point- Are a lot of his stuff- Isn't that John, John Carpenter's Car- The yeah. Thing? John Carpenter's is that The a, Thing. Is that in- re- Like, have they gone back and done no, that? No, that's yeah. John Carpenter's The Thing. He talks about how there's a trilogy of films that he made that are called the Apocalypse yeah, Trilogy. Yeah, yeah. This is one, The Thing is another one, and Prince of Darkness is the yeah. other one. So, so boys, I think I'm just adding a movie to our list, maybe. Uh, yes, maybe we finish the trilogy. Yeah. Well, this one's been on my list for a really long time. Yeah. And I'm not really sure why. I think I saw a clip of it or something. Mm. You know what? You know what clip I have seen? I don't know if I told you this when okay. we watched it. It's only one shot in this movie that I had seen leading into it. Mm. And it's him sitting in the cinema watching. Oh, the and movie it's like version. the end of the film. The final shot. <laughs> yeah. That is like, I've seen that shot just like published. Like oh, that's, that's wild. That's like the shot they go to when, they talk, when an article talks about this film. And I'm yeah. Like, it's crazy to pick that shot. That's insane. But I think I was lulled in because I was yeah. like, is it about cinema? Yeah, like, okay, it, okay. In a way, Sean, it is about it cinema. It is, yeah. Yeah. yeah well, leaving enough. a legacy at the very least. That's interesting because obviously, like, even the way this movie starts where it's him getting dragged into the psychiatric hospital, which was interesting and, like, we already have some big kooky JC characters and this sort of stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the doctors. And then there's the bit where he, like he's like, no, no, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy, blah, blah, blah. And they all start yelling it out. And they yeah. all start yelling it out. And then he draws all the crosses over the walls. And what I thought was really interesting, he also draws the crosses all over himself and blah, blah, blah. And the person basically says, oh, I see what you've done there. You're doing this so we think you're crazy sort yeah. of thing. Which like is really interesting. But I was just thinking like, oh, they've spoiled the end by showing you the trail- the trail, him in the cinema shot. But really, if you if you were going in blind and you saw him in a psychiatric hospital covered in crosses, you'd think, oh, I've just seen the end of the movie. Yeah. Actually, it's like this crazy flip where it's actually that's just how this movie kicks off at the start. To be fair, also, just the shot of him eating popcorn in a movie theatre gives nothing. It gives you nothing. No, and you then particularly the if you start the film and he's in the hospital, yeah. you're like, oh, well, that could just be at any point in the right, movie because you right. just see anything because he's crazy. And especially, though, when he starts talking, like, flashback and you're like, oh, maybe we're going to get a memory. And yeah. it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a wild fucking movie, boys. Mm. I I really enjoyed it. I actually had quite a fun time yes. with this one. I really liked that it, it influences were so obvious. We've got obviously got Lovecraft big time in there, big Lovecraft yeah. all the way through. Apparently, a lot of the quotes, all of the quotes from Kane's work 
are just Lovecraft quotes. Oh, beautiful. There you go. Like a lot of, there's a bit where he's quoting a passage and it's it's just a Lovecraft. It's novel. just Lovecraft, straight yeah. Lovecraft. Right. There you go. And then also, obviously, Kingy, big Kingy uh, vibes as well. Where you mean Sutter Kane. Sutter Kane. Is a pseudonym for Stephen King. <laughs> what? No. Yeah. But I loved them. Like, cool. These are two things that, like, I mean, King has even done a couple of Lovecrafty stories in his yep. career. But, yeah, putting them together and then also having JC running it, that's like, yeah, how can you not want to check that out? The thing that I find that I love most about this mm. is it's like because of JC's involvement, mm. the thing that I enjoy the most is the grottiness of it. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. With, with a thing like cosmic horror and that kind of Lovecraftian thing, it's very easy to be like, don't you can't see it. It's mm. psychotic. And from a budget reason, I understand that completely. Sure, sure. I also think it's like as a writer, I'm- I'm writing cosmic horror all the time. What does it look like? Oh, it's unknowable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your mind cannot perceive what it is. Ah. <laughs> oh! But in terms of when you get a guy like JC who likes the practical effects, right. you, look at, you look at the thing which came before before this. Yeah. 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 Well before this. And the practical effects of that. And mm. even even the gore and practical effects in like Halloween and stuff. Yeah. He loves that kind of stuff. So to be given the opportunity to be like, we're going to make a bunch of monsters that defy belief and description. Right. Here they are. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love it. Like, it's really like Lovecraft is a really hard one to actually put on screen for the exact reason you said where it's like, oh, it's unknowable, which works so well in in fiction, in, in books, because your mind then kind of goes into this conjuring, conjures up something that's sort of this amalgam of all sorts of crazy stuff. But for a filmmaker, well, you have to put something on the screen. Yeah. Either that or you just have the characters reacting to it. But I, I, I don't know. I like that JC's like, no, I'm going to show you some shit. I think you've got to show it, don't you? I think so too. Yeah. But also they show it in a way where they don't look like anything. Like mm. that's as in what I mean is that that awful alien thing. Because there's that whole thing. It's like oh, aliens that look like people and right, bears and right. stuff. It's like, no, no, no. If there was a life form living on another planet yeah. millions of light years away from us, it wouldn't look like anything that right. we could reference to. Mm. And so they kind of just like an amalgamation of limbs and teeth and goo and bits. And they, yeah. the silhouettes of them are terrifying. And when, they, when they're chasing him in that weird corridor, mm. when you see that, you, you can't ever get a read on what you're looking at. And right. I think that's- that's done really well. He's made Agreed. unknowable still look unknowable, yeah. but also give you a very good look at it. Right. Same as the as as the thing where you're like, what does the thing look like? How can any of us answer that question? It looks like <laughs> a million different things. It keeps changing shape. It keeps reforming. And so, yeah, he's kind of the perfect guy to then try to take on cosmic horror because he's kind of already done it once in this in the thing with an alien life form. Yeah. I think it also helps, Like, and we've talked about this before, is that the love of horror elevates the horror. Like, Yeah, yeah. This is a very schlocky, wild film, mm. but it works because JC gives a shit about it. It's a love letter as well. Yeah, you know, like- big time. I didn't connect with this one. And part of the reason was because we watched it together. Yeah. And this is a disservice to the film. But I was like, I wish we were watching a slasher. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be your new catch cry, isn't it? <laughs> no, but also- Is it specifically because our partners were there? Because yeah, we've watched was- lots of movies. Yeah, just no, this is, this is a very like- the thre- This is a, a scaredy boys film. Yeah. I think yeah. because we had watched a slasher or two and we were in that group, that larger group dynamic, mm. this was like too much thinking to do. When right. I've been used to just brainless slasher. You guys actually had a rare treat too where you got to experience watching this movie with my girlfriend yeah. and having her fall asleep <laughs> numerous times <laughs> yeah, and yeah. wake up and go, oh, this movie's shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was a cinematic treat. Yeah, yeah. Really uh, I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, But no, I- um, I, I I get what you mean. It's a it's a very weird film. It's like too short. 
and t- too long, but I respect the hell out of it. It's got some really cool ideas. The mm. idea that uh, there's a there's a great video game series called Alan Wake, which plays with okay. a similar idea, which is a guy who's he's literally Stephen King. He's mm. a he's a he's a pulp horror writer whose novels start coming to life. Right, and they're scary. They're a bit dumb and silly and fun, but they're they're scary. And so mm. that concept of what if you know what if your fabulous creations came to life? Yeah. yeah. What if your creations weren't fabulous? What if they were? Fucked and just tentacles. Right. Yeah. What if you were Stephen King? What if you were Stephen your, King? Yeah, yeah. What if you were Sutter Kane? Yeah. Right. Who's who's a bit sexy? He's <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a he's charismatic. This, this yeah. does have a lot of cool ideas. Like I really like that highway bit where yes, they, they're trapped yeah. and they that person on the bike keeps yeah. riding past and that's like that's creepy as fuck. Mm. But I think part of the reason too why I didn't really lock in with it is could not give a single shit about Sam Neill's character. Right. Yeah, and right. maybe the framing of it affected me in that sense where like he starts out crazy in the hospital yeah and so i never got like my feet on the ground with him that's a good point i never sort of latched onto him in any way so what i was watching was just sort of jc doing a really visual fucked up thing yeah yeah but i didn't connect on an emotional level and that's a good point so there's the that sort of little trick that we see at the start which is really like a a lot of movies do it and you'll see it all over the place where they show you the second act turn things are at its worst and we get that up front and then it's like oh 10 days earlier or whatever and that can work really well in terms of the reason people mostly do it is like, hey, exciting stuff is coming. Yeah. Get ready. Get amped. Oh, how are we going to get from this normal everyday situation to this kind of craziness? Yeah. We might start a bit slow, but promise. Look, yeah, we exactly promise we're right. going to get to it. But this is a JC movie. He doesn't need to do that. The premise is already so such a cooker. If anyone's yeah. seen a trailer or anything about it, they'll <laughs> know it's a cooker. And I think you're actually right. I think if we had just connected with him as a regular man without knowing for certain that he's going to end up in a mental asylum, yeah. like it kind of- loses all the stakes of then just watching it. Yeah, and I'll tell you what it is too. It's you, you already have you've already lost those stakes, but then they do sort of jump back and you get to spend time with Sam Neill. Mm. It's not an enjoyable time. If he was a mm. nice character, maybe right. then it's that's the investment. It's like, oh no, this guy's gonna turn out like that. Yes, yeah. He's just a prick. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's and he's an asshole. So yeah. I'm just kinda like yeah. A, there's that, uh, B there's I don't think he's a strong charismatic screen <laughs> presence. I don't think he's a leading man. Right. Yeah. It just. Did you love hearing the New, New Zealand accent though? I uh, love the little flourishes that were popping off. <laughs> I love. We we Sam for a while we were just like man. yeah we were like is he trying to do an American? Yeah, like, but what, no, no, I think he was just doing his regular voice. I love. But here's the thing: in Jurassic Park, he's just doing his regular voice. Mm. Oh. A, no, no, no. Is he? Yeah, he he tries for a bit. There's a there's a point in the movie where Spielberg's been like, "Don't worry, man." <laughs> yeah, there's like it's weird. I think it. Hollywood went through a phase where they do they call it like a transatlantic sort of yeah, accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. basically just that. Well, because mm. he says the way the way I'm like he's not speaking with an American accent is the way he says Ellie right. when he's talking to Ellie Sadler. Sure, he's all like Ellie <laughs> <laughs> hitting those vowels. Yeah, but even yeah. in this, I think I I think he tries to be American. There's just f- moments where it's like oh, he's not doing a good job mm. though. Yeah. Oh no, I just think that's what Sam Neill sounds like. Mm, okay. <laughs> I don't want to dispute him. Yeah. Look, he's. Do you know what I will say is. Uh, there's a Sam Neill movie that I'm very excited to to do for Skater Boys at some yeah. point where he looks like he's going through it. Yes. In this, he's going through it. Yeah. In Event Horizon, he's going through oh, it. Oh, Event One Horizon. One thing we can say about Sam Neill when he goes and does a horror movie, he commits 100%. Yeah. And I, I love it. I think he's got another horror movie, an Aussie one called Dead Calm. Oh, okay. With Nicole Ooh. Kidman and Billy Zane. They're on a boat? On a boat, yeah. Zaino's in there. I've had it on Blu-ray for many years uh, and I haven't watched it. I went <laughs> okay. through a, Are you having a, I went through a phase Neil of year? <laughs> well, I'm, I'd so. like to call it a Billy Zane year, but- uh, <laughs> Well, that one there's sense, a screen presence. <laughs> I, oh, I do know another Billy Zane horror you've been wanting to watch forever. Oh, Tales from the Crypt. Tales of the Night. <laughs> there it is. If ever there was a leading man. <laughs> 
Fantastic. You're the only person in the world who's like, if ever there was a leading man, Billy Zane. (laughs) Billy Zane. To be fair, Billy Zane gives off big, like, he's perfect in Titanic. Yeah. Because he's just a side character and he just commits and he's fantastic in the role. Here's the thing about Billy Zane. You need to do that. Mm. Think about Billy Zane, Sean. Mm. He's also just a character actor. Yeah. He's the same as Sam Neill. He just trapped in the different. dashing looks of a leading man. <laughs> no, I don't, yeah. think, I don't I, think so. There's no need to besmirch the good man, okay? Is watch The Phantom. I, sure, I've seen The Phantom. <laughs> I'll watch it again. It's clearly been too long. <laughs> in fact, I probably haven't watched it since like the early 2000s. Oh, the villain's name is Xander Drax. I know, man. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Have you, have you seen it? Yeah, yeah, I've seen yeah, the Phantom. Uh, a while ago. A while People ago, have got to watch it. I do regularly get it confused with Zorro, though, to be fair. What the fuck? <laughs> just, Sorry. No, hang no, on. No, that's, that's fair enough. Fuck you. No. How is that fair enough? Oh, they're both swashbuckling. They're, they're my brain in the same spot where they're both based off of very old school comics. Yes. They're both about- A guy uh, wearing a mask. A ma- guy in a mask who's a vigilante. Catherine and Zeta-Jones is in they're both, both of them. Catherine Zeta-Jones is in both of them. They also, the, the mask gets handed down to the next one, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's a figure that doesn't die. Yeah, because yeah, yep. Zorro Anthony Hopkins hands its, its enemies. Yeah. 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 So they're kind of in the weird same headspace. Okay, that's Mask of Zorro is a fantastic. It's actually really great. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Phantom. Yeah. What are the, in the mouth of Madness, Sean? Because I've got a fact I want to share with. Both I'd love of to hear it about this movie. Hit us with it. So there is a, a great performance in this film. Mm. So Sam Neill is doing what he does. I think the guy playing Sutter Kane is having a great time. Mm. The other fantastic performance is, of course, the the secretary. Yeah, whose name is completely I've gone completely blank on. <laughs> who goes on this trip with? With Sammy. Linda Styles. Linda Styles. So they go on this trip. She has some great stuff in it. Mm. Her again, her commitment to being just going through the ring at that yes. scene where she's like crawling all fucked and upside oh, down yeah. and oh, yeah. getting out of the car. Terrifying. Yeah. Another great scene. When she eats the car case. Oh yeah, yeah. Boys, yeah. do you wanna know about them car case? Yes, please. They were made of spaghetti. Wow. <laughs> spaghetti keys. Pa- that's a good the fact. The car keys in the movie were just made of pasta. Oh, that's wow. wonderful. So she could eat them. I'm trying to... There's got to be easier things to make them into than spaghetti. <laughs> JC was like, oh, we've got this like, lovely like cake mold. No, you don't. <laughs> I want spaghetti. I want spaghetti. <laughs> like chocolate would be like <laughs> a really so? easy yeah. thing, wouldn't it? Just do pasta. a mold. Yeah. They made pasta. Yeah. Interesting. It's impressive. Yeah. Oh. JC's brain just works in a different way. Yeah, no, actually, pasta. Yeah, I guess she's just got to swallow it straight away, doesn't she? Yeah, because there's no really chewing. Chew. If it's yeah. chocolate, you've got to chew that. you got to chew yeah. that bad boy. Yeah, JC's smart. JC's okay. smart. Wow. Spaghetti just slides down the throat. It sure does. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Just while it's sliding down throats, you know what's a yeah. sexy name? Sutter Kane. You're real you horny so? for Sutter Kane. It just sounds like a porn star name. Sutter Kane. Yeah. Like, can you imagine, like, you're watching a movie and it's called Big Tits 5 featuring Sutter, Sutter Kane. Kane? Sutter doesn't sound like it's a real name. Like, it should be a real name. No, it, well, it's no, not. It should be it Kane be, Sutter. Yeah, you should switch that. I mean, a very non sexy name, I think. Kane Sutter. Kane Sutter. Yeah. No, thanks. No, you can make that sexy. No, you can't. I'm Kane Sutter. Nah, sorry, I didn't. I didn't feel it over here. <laughs> no tingle in your tingle. Yeah, no. Okay, I'm not swallowing any spaghetti for that. <laughs> anyway, I think Linda Styles' her performance is fantastic. Yeah. And while yeah. Sam Neill isn't, well, some of her acting is like just shit, straight up shit. That's great. I think it's shit until she makes that flicks that massive switch to horny, yeah. and then it becomes a really interesting performance. Well, when she's evil. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. It's yeah, great. But everything, I, everything prior to that. But I think that can be the hardest stuff to pull off. Oh, for sure. Credit. No, so yeah. I think she's done well. I think mm. maybe she just didn't latch on to the way that character was written in the boring stage of it. Yeah. But then the unhinged stage, she committed. She also, what I'm talking about, the uh, the elephant of the room, mm. Charlton fucking Heston's oh, in this movie. Oh, of course he is. Like, this, it, again, this movie is 
it's going to sound very corny and cliche, and I think I say it a lot. Mm. You never. This isn't getting made in 2023. <laughs> no. <laughs> no chance. Like, I think the last year that a movie like this is getting made is 2005. Okay, yeah, Why yeah. that year? Just feels right. <laughs> I thought you might have, like, a specific no, film. Sean, just think about it. Think about the year 2005. Yeah, I think The Island came out, the yeah, Michael Bay right, film. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> uh, Sean, where were we at in the Underworld franchise in 2005? 2005. So, we're in between Underworlds. Okay. So 2003 okay. is Underworld 1. 2006 yep. is Underworld Evolution. Right. Ooh, okay. so, so, sort of in that period of excitement, anticipation before an Underworld. Can too. I also then use that to jump off and give a quick plug to our patron? Because uh, we had a stretch goal. We've reached it. And Sean is going to do a movie maintenance on the Underworld franchise. Yep. But he's also going to give us a rundown of the entire franchise so that blessedly I, Thomas, and all of our Patreon listeners won't have to actually watch it for ourselves. Yep. I'm very excited. I have that. watched one scene. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, so you, you can skip that episode. Yeah. You know, a, you know I, know, I know what scene it is. It's a sex scene. <laughs> and I will say... Um, I'm currently rewatching. Okay. There's an interesting sex scene in every film. So <laughs> but I know oh. the one you refer to, the one that you might think is impossible. It, Sean. Yeah. I I've got to tell you, there's an even better one in three. <laughs> Same for the pastry, mate. Oh, Same for the It's too hot. It's too spicy. Oh, man. That's spicy. That's some, some good sizzle there. Yeah. Yeah, well yeah, done. Yeah, well yeah. done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the, the premise of this one is actually brilliant. Like To me, the, the, the main premise is, what if Steve, you went to a town where all of Stephen King's stories came to life? Yeah. And that's just good on paper. The execution of it, I think, could have been better in the terms of- yeah, all the stuff that comes before that. I think once we hit that point, it's madness, it's fun, it looks great, got an amazing score as always. But I think, yeah, our character development, we think of something like The Folk, where we really actually liked those characters. Even like, so once the madness kicked off, because that was another JC, obviously, but we had enough of those characters that we cared about them, we liked about them. Same even for Halloween, where for this one, yeah, I agree, I don't really care about any of the characters. Yeah. So it's a good fun time. It's fun yeah. to watch when it kicks off. Mm. But usually JC just gives you that little bit more, even for the thing. We get, what, 20, 10 minutes of those characters before yeah. things start cooking, but we already know who they are. Like, we, we really have a feel for who they are and care about them. Well, it, it, I think the thing is, too, that you you understand, because of the, the way the narrative is structured, you get that, oh, he's in the insane asylum. When you meet him, like, he's an insurance investigator and he's kind of like this big show. Like, he's the perfect character to be put in that scenario. Yeah. He's very- Everyone's trying to rip you off. Mm. Everything's a con. Everything's fake. So that when he's presented with something that is impossible, yeah. his immediate reaction is, oh, it's a scam. Yeah. It's a very elaborate scam. Sure. It's a big ruse. Yeah, because yeah. that's what he's led to believe. So that kind of setup, I think, is nice. I think, though, his character has to be bland and a bit boring and a mm. bit like that so that he can unspool. Right. But I think if you show him unspooled already mm. and then we go back to he's a bit boring. Whereas if he's boring and then we see him unspooling- yeah, yeah. I think, like you said, Sean, I think it's. I think it works better. Yeah. You know who needs to be a better character? Was it Linda? Yeah. Yep. Because obviously the way they've created that character of, mm. of Sam Neill's, he's not going to be a likable guy. Yeah. She needs to be. Yeah. They need to dial her up real big so mm. that you are invested and don't want anything bad to That's happen That's a really her. good call because really all she is is the opposite to what you just said, Tom, where she's a Sutter Kane fan. She loves his work, thinks he's the best thing. So, of course, she's going to fall prey to his shit immediately. Yeah. Where, yeah, I think if she was actually somewhere, she was still more susceptible than John Trent 
uh, the best name in all of history. It is a, it is a very funny name. It's just two first names. Yeah. Stick them together. I feel like it feels like Carpenter was like, we got Sutter Kane, sexy, cool, yeah, yeah awesome name. Could be a porn star. I don't know. <laughs> Could be putting spaghetti down my throat. <laughs> and then you've got Carpenter sat down and been like, right, we need a guy who's in insurance. What's his name? I don't know, John. Or Trent, maybe. Or Trent. <laughs> hey, I got an idea. Huh? John Trent. <laughs> you know what's funny? If you flip it, though, it's that, like, John Trent works as a name. It's just a hmm. boring man's name. Hmm. Trent John? That's a t- that, that just wouldn't exist. No, You'd no, be no, like, no, that's no, not no. A Trent name. John. That can't. Do you know what? That can't be. So, so no John, one's last name is. It'd be John. Trent Johnson. <laughs> yeah, or Johnson no, or whatever. No, hear me out. John Trent is an insurance investigator. Trent John is a hitman. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Damn. Why does this feel? It's like oh no. It's, it feels like it feels like. A John Wick character. You're right. I'm going to go see Trent John. <laughs> Has to be a Kiwi too, though. Yeah, yeah like yeah, Taika yeah. Waititi. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go see Trent John <laughs> or Russell Crowe. They can have him back. Well, finally, we've given him back. Haven't we? Okay. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection. Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. All right, boys, were we scared? No, grossed out, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's good. It's a yucky film. Yeah. Oh, there's, there's, a, there's a couple of jump scares earlier that I think made me twitch. I bit. think I've got to be more engaged to be scared. I think. Yeah, right. Because I, I just wasn't sort of from the outset. Yeah. Grossed yeah. out is good. Yeah. Some of the designs are real yucky. Yeah, yeah. And you'd be fucking disappointed if they weren't. Yes. Yeah. I mean, again, I, th- I think you really get bang for your buck there. And I like seeing them practical is such a treat. And it really like- you talking about her coming out of the car upside down, crab person oh. styles it was fucking brilliant. Like it was just there's it's that wrongness, it's that grossness. It just it works really well. The other one I wanted to call out a special mention for was just the wet door that was holding all the monsters oh, back. There's yes. something just gross the and wrong about the wettest door of all time. The wet pulsating door. Did you read a short story? Like you read going through a book of short stories. This book just called the, the wet, wet door. door. There you go, Tommy boy. <laughs> there we go. Mm. TM, don't fucking take it. <laughs> Anyone listening? <laughs> Stevie King, it's mine. Yeah, back. <laughs> Off, Kingy. I know you listen. <laughs> I know you're a fan. So yeah, I think definitely grossed out, bit grotty. All that stuff was good fun, but yeah. And again, didn't care about the characters, so definitely wasn't really feeling any fear for them. Yeah. And we already knew he was going to spiral into craziness. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. None of it really worked on that. It was more, I guess, you were interested to see all right, what happens to him to get in yeah. from, from Trent John. No, John Trent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> from from Hitman to Hit. Man, he's been yeah. hit by horror. Uh, oh, I, I couldn't no, save yeah. it. I couldn't save it, boys. <laughs> All right, well, then let's just jump straight to if he acted wisely or foolishly. He's a dumbass. Yeah. He's an idiot. Here's the thing. I know that you're like, maybe it's a scam. If I walked into a town 
and that shit was happening. I know, there's no no actor on earth. No technology exists. Yeah. Unless unless the other JC was involved, James Cameron. Mm. He's oh. about the only one who could get away with it. But I don't think I'm not gonna be like, oh, this is a trick. Yeah. There no, is- this is this is fucking real. I need to leave. He's able to excuse away all the crazy shit that's happening so very easily. You've got the children from the corn, you've got the woman at the front desk who's like got her husband chained up beneath her. You've got a painting that's <sighs> yeah. constantly changing every yep. other second. Like there are so many things wrong, and he's like, practical effects. Everyone's yeah. playing a prank and old. Trenny John or John Trent or whatever the fuck his name is. And, but even like then your your Sutter Kane expert is like, no, this is real shit. Yeah, this is and all from like, his stories. No, no, no. Yeah. So what's the point of her then? It's yeah. Like, you're not right. going to listen to her, mate. Like he's, he's an idiot. Yeah, yeah Big he time. is. Yeah. Big, big dumbass. Idiot. Big dumbass. And then he acts- uh, well, but once you're in it, there's no- Like this is no, where there's no you're escape. Because I mean, that's the thing is like he makes a right call when he gets- out he mm. mainly destroys the yes well, actually, he leaves it true. he leaves it behind because he's like i can't i'm not taking it with me right and then it gets mailed to him so then he burns it yeah yeah all that is smart but and it turns like, out he's 10 steps behind. he's already he's already he's been out for two weeks and yeah. there's no such person as linda styles because the narrative's already changing yeah because yeah sutter kane is i will I, I do have a question for both of you if it's about how horny sutter kane is i don't want to hear no it no, no 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 <laughs> what's his deal what is he what's he doing Oh, as Why in, does he want this? I think he because I for me it's like he's slowly going. He's been writing these stories, thinking, "Oh, I've just pulled them from my brain," and then eventually he's like, "No, there's a greater force at play. I'm a vessel for these stories to come into our our world. The old ones have to come in, sort of thing." And so he's basically lost his marbles somewhere along the way, hmm. and maybe he is a vessel. It's hard to kind of actually say. For What's sure. his deal, Tom? He's he's insane. Here's my thing, right? He's mm. insane. You're in the spooky, scary world. He's like perverted your. Secretary friend. Yeah. He's a bit cooked. There's weird shit going on in the town. I wouldn't hear him out. I'd just like- Dumb man. Oh, wait. It's too late, isn't it? Well, he can't leave. You can't- Yeah. Like, what yeah. Can you I mean, like, I did- By like the time anything. they're there, it's it's he's already- Yeah. The wheels are already in motion. Well, but- it's one of those movies where it's like- when the movie starts, the wheels are in motion. It's just right. like- I find it a really frustrating movie. Yeah. There isn't yeah. really any wiggle room for anything to happen. Other than what does what I mean? happen. Yeah. 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 I guess then it, then, then it, the, the kind of film it is, is you're watching- You're, you're a spectator in this Yeah, you're a spectator mm. watching the slow descent into the mouth of madness <laughs> yeah. of a fuckhead who you don't care about anyway. It's a little <laughs> bit hey, flawed be, in that respect. very harsh. I, I, I'm sorry that I am. It's just I didn't connect with it. If- if you, I gave it three stars because you can get joy out of it from going into that Stephen King style world yeah. and just seeing like really fuck shit yeah. created on the screen in a really creative way by Johnny Carlton and, and a bit of Lovecraft in, in his, in his element. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's it's got like you said earlier, Tom, really great ideas mm. and the premise is great, like you said, Damo, mm. and it's got all these interesting things happening, but the 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 body of it, the bones of it, is just not. Do you, do you think taste. also, be, do you think because it was your choice to watch this one, you've been sort of amped up for it for a while, do you think maybe the, your expectation was a bit diminished as well and like you were hoping it was a bit more? Yeah, I, th- I think I've, the reason I picked it, I think, is because I've just heard a lot about it mm, and heard mm. that it's like this crazy thing. Did you get it confused with and- The Mountains of Madness, the actual Lovecraft story? No, not at all. Because okay. one's a, one's, you know, one's not a movie. One's a movie. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 I know. I'm just, I'm just yeah. checking. I know you love mountains. No. But I haven't read that, so I'm not really sure. I just yeah. assume that that is about crazy shit and monsters and fucked yeah, up stuff yeah. as well. Sure so is. it's basically the same. Yeah. In that sense. All right, boys, how would we do in this situation? So Bad. I think. Fucked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, We're on that highway, baby. Question for you Would we ever make it there? Because he had to be smart enough to like cut up all the book covers and piece them together to make the map. Well, well I wouldn't do that. I don't want to destroy books. Yeah. I'm not Hitler. <laughs> so here's the thing, though, right? Where. 
We're, I'm just choosing to ignore that comment. You gave me a little look, and I was like, I'm not fucking encouraging that bullshit. I'm not either. Okay, good. Clearly, I hate it. It's despicable. I think though, even if we don't end up in the town, yeah. If we don't end up in the in in Sutter land, we're going to read the book. So then we just die anyway. Right. I don't know, man. I got a lot of books on my pile. Yeah, we'll get to it eventually. So we don't we survive. Yeah, no. I just gave you a bunch of books that I have owned for eight years. Yeah. I've got and to have read. Not read. I've got to read them before I read this fucking thing. My I from did, this guy I've never heard of. I did some math the other day. Boys. Although I would have heard of it, right because he's the kingy of the world. I guess. Yeah, yeah. he's the Mount Rushmore king. We probably but we probably got to work through his back catalogue before we get right, to the one that kicks right. it all off. Right. Yes. I haven't read every Stephen King. No. Is this a long book too? Nah, because sometimes when it comes to Kingy, I kind of go, I prefer the shorter stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we never get to it. Yeah. So I did a, some math. Mm-hmm. I have a to-be-read pile. Yeah. Um, and I calculated the last couple of years, I've read about 45 books. Mm-hmm. So I did the math that if I, with the amount of books in that pile, oh, no. if I continued at the rate of 45 books a year, yeah. I would finish that pile in 17 and a half years. No, Thomas. Shit. So, <laughs> so I might be longer. Yeah, I'm, I'll probably die before I read the book. So I reckon, I reckon we oh, either go in the apocalypse or we never start it because we never read Sutter Kane. So when we get asked the question, "Do you read Sutter Kane?" Be like, oh, "I've tried. I've read some of his shorter stuff. Yeah, yeah. I haven't just got into the big I'll, stuff. I'll yet. get to it. I've, I've got it. I think I've got well, it. It's somewhere. on my list. I'm not going to read it because I'll feel like I haven't read his other stuff. Yeah, yeah. I can't just jump in on the new one. Sorry, no. mate. I'm not like that. I've got to go back to the classic. Apparently, it's the culmination yeah. of everything you've written. Written anything about vampires? I'll read that. <laughs> Change my mind, boys. We live. All we right. do live. Okay. I ain't touching that book. We're apocalypse. Oh, now we're just wandering the wasteland. I want to know the page count on that bad boy. <laughs> I, I bought a Stephen King book on Amazon because it came up as 300 pages and I right. went, short kingy. Yeah. Very nice. It arrived and it's 700 pages. <laughs> Jeff lied to me. Jeff. Jeff's in on it. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> well, that is all the scary talk we have for this episode. I've been Damien. I've been Sean. And I've been Trent John. <laughs> <laughs> and if you scared listeners like Astro would like to help us out, you can. It's real easy. You can just head over to patreon.com forward slash scaredy boys. Become a patron where for just five bucks a month, you get access to all our bonus episodes, including small screen scares and our our RPG stuff, and soon Sean's movie maintenance on the Underworld franchise. Or you can leave us a review wherever you listen, as that truly does help a bunch and makes us feel very special. Otherwise, you can email us at threescaredboys at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at scaredyboys or individually, I'm at Midday Pajamas. I'm at John Trent. <laughs> and I'm at Spaghetti Down the Throat. <laughs> Stay scared, everyone. Oh, man. I'm not swallowing any spaghetti for that.